turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. That is one of my all-time favorite groups, all-time favorite. So we got to do Slipping in the Darkness or something like that next, man, right? This is Carl Welch. You're listening to Silicon Valley's Business Connections 2 with the other Carl, the better looking one. The other one got a face for radio. I'm not sure what my face is good for, but I'm here. And I am proud to be here today with an incredible gentleman that, one, has shown me that it is a very small world. Two, he has shown me that there is no limit to what a man can do and be successful at. Mr. Alan Banks. Mr. Alan Banks is with Proactive Protection Agency and... No, 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 not that kind of protection. But I'm going to introduce you to him. Mr. Alan Banks, welcome to the show. Hi, Carl. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, We appreciate it. Now, when we talk about security and protection, we're not necessarily just talking. We're not talking about um, the lack of security that Facebook had. Mm-hmm. The data, data, whatever the name of the data people that came in and just we're not talking about that kind of security. We're talking about bodily security. What are we talking about? Physical, physical security. Physical security. That's basically mm-hmm. what it is, right? Right. So explain to us more detail what your company is about. Well, uh, my name is Alan Banks. I'm the CEO of Proactive Protection Agency. Um, we're a full service security company. We do everything from uh, contract security, um, armed mobile canine patrol, uh, all the way up to executive protection, which is our high-level security where we do uh, personal protection for celebrities, dignitaries, corporate execs. Uh, We have a full uh, explosive canine and uh, narcotic detection uh, division that um, my partner runs from uh, the former Department of Defense. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit about my history. we're leading back now into the 70s, and I'm dating myself here. But uh, I, I had started in martial arts back then, and I met a gentleman uh, by the name of uh, Robert Stewart, and he ran a security company. Mm-hmm. Back then, they used the term bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And um, he met me and said, you know, you're a nice, calm, uh, even-tempered individual, great communication <laughs> skills. I like your physicality. How'd you like to come and do some bodyguard work for me? Mm-hmm. And so I said, sure, that'd be great. So uh, there I am at 22 years old working with uh, one of his clients, Smokey Robinson. Wow. And I have to tell you, as a 22-year-old, that was pretty cool. Right, you bet. So uh, I you know, did some, some work with him and continued to do a lot of work out in the field. Wait a minute, so that was your first job? That was my first Smokey job. Smokey Robinson? Smokey Robinson. Wow. <laughs> there we were at the Greek they, theater they, with, with Smokey Robinson. They threw you in the fire and just said, sink or swim. 
Yes, pretty much. But uh, you know, I was I was ready for something exciting, and and uh, you know, he he saw something in me that he liked, and kind of took me under his wing, and. Mm-hmm. I was learning things out in the field first, and then I later came back and started doing the theory aspects of it and studying what what security was all about. Uh-huh. Um, I ended up taking a lot of workshops and seminars and so forth, and then later I was invited to go to uh, Virginia, Oakton, Virginia, and do a specialized executive protection course mm-hmm. from one of the best academies in Virginia in the United States. And basically, my instructors were former Secret Service and mm. highly military trained, and they put us through what would be considered an abridged version of a Secret Service training program. When I was done with that, I was uh, certified as a personal protection specialist. Wow. I opened up uh, Proactive Protection in 2008, uh, met a friend of mine who was named, his name is Rick Rowe, very uh, highly trained uh, security expert himself. He had been working with the Department of Defense. And we partnered up together, mm-hmm. and um, you know the rest is history. So you do work obviously anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Whether if if, if Smokey wants to go to Germany, you can go with Germany him. Or if you, <laughs> if someone's coming and you, they need the the dog the the dogs to sniff out the explosives and all that kind of stuff, they can come to you instead of bringing in. So you can do everything worldwide. Exactly. I mean, I've I've been. So what from- do you do here in the Bay? What are you doing here in the Bay? Well, Rick runs my operations in Northern California, mm-hmm. and we do like. And there's a, a full operation. You do everything. You can do everything here that you can do everywhere. Yes, we okay. can. And I, I've been from here to the to the globe, from here to Budapest, Hungary, and back. You know, mm-hmm. right? so I've been to Budapest. Yeah. yeah. Ah. So, so t- give me a list of things that you can do here. Like, if someone says, "Listen to us," say, "Hey, you know what? I, I my 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 aunt Gertrude's coming, and she got a lot of money. I need to contact this guy. What can you do for Aunt Gertrude? You can do." Personal security or bodyguarding, you can do, the, like you say, the the, the, the dogs and the uh, sniffing stuff and mm-hmm. and armored cars. If someone got a lot of money, Aunt Gertrude's trying to bring her money, you can do armored cars. So we, tell we, me all that. I don't mean to be joking about it. No, no. It's, um, there's a, a vast variety of things that we do. As I said, um, one of the things we do first and foremost when a client comes to us, uh, we when they call us, they have some concern about security. Mm-hmm. So we put their mind at ease with regards to uh, finding out information. We call it intel uh, with regards to what their concerns are. And we do threat assessment. You know, we, we look at, you know, the reasons behind why they need security. And we when, once we get that information, find out what the threat level is, the, the, what their concerns are, we then custom design a security program to fit their needs, whether it be a celebrity or, or grandma with a lot of money or – uh, Zuckerberg, you know, a little bit of everything. So, so you the, and these are the things that you learned while you were taking the the Secret Service um, training programs and stuff. How to do the threat assessment, how to realize what is and what is not, and and use that to to protect your clients the best way possible. Exactly, uh, we go in, but it, it's not just the the service that we provide because you know our purpose is to provide excellent service, mm-hmm. you know, excellent security service. But my partner and myself wanted to take it a step further. We wanted to educate and enlighten people on what security procedures were, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, a, you know, a celebrity or someone who's a CEO of a, of a corporation and has uh, you know, issues or a school administrator. We want to go in and enlighten them with regards to the knowledge and experience that we have over a 40-year period so that they are security conscious, uh, so, environmental awareness. So what's know? the difference between – what you can provide for Mark Zuckerberg and maybe what Mark Zuckerberg's 
personal security may or may know. I mean, do you have a, a different breadth of knowledge and wisdom and experience that you have as opposed to Johnny, who may be strong and buff and an ex-CIA that's working with Zuckerberg? Well, it's it's much more than just being a muscle head. I mean, we we actually are trained to know what to look for, how to mm-hmm. assess a situation, you know, how to go in and and uh, you know do advance work to know how to move a protectee from point A to point B. But specifically, the the thing that I wanted to address today, um, you know, we as I say, we do many facets of security, and the mm-hmm. thing that is a hot item for us, you know, and what we want to change is the active shooter. Uh, prevention training. Yes, yes. We have too many incidents with regards to that happening in our schools. Um, uh, right now, our our youth is is uh, you know afraid to go to school. Administrators are confused and in apathy about you know what security measures to implement. And basically, the the outpoint that that I see. I mean, a lot of schools have the emergency uh, action plans uh, with regards to responding to an active shooter incident. But the thing, the missing gap that that people need to know more information about are the things that are that give preventative measures. Mm-hmm. For instance, there are a lot of warning signs for early detection. Um, when I was consultant and coming in, I would be interviewed about the you know the situation after the fact. Mm-hmm. And when we did our research, we always found out that there were warning signs for early detection that people didn't, weren't aware of or they didn't know how to report them. They didn't know how to re- investigate them to indicate it was a credible uh, threat. And then they would be responding to an active shooter incident without that knowledge of what to look for for those preventative measures. And when you have that data, you can save lives. And that's what we're all about right now. And those preventative measures you speak with and you and you work with the police departments or the city governments and or the schools, uh, could you do programs for the parents to say, hey, look for this in kids or parents, you know, that you see daily? How do you go about doing that? Well, I mean, we go in. Uh, the one thing that I've done is I've done seminars, training seminars. And, and right now I'm putting together a program that's about to be launched uh, here over the next uh, few months, a couple of months or so. With regards to training modules for early detection of, of active shooter incidents, um, in addition to the emergency response. Now, I would, the CDC indicates that 90% of public schools right now have written policies and procedures. Mm-hmm. 70% of those uh, implement doing drills, you know, with law enforcement for, um, you know, active shooter. You know, they actually drill incidents to to kind of like a mock scenario so that they're familiar with it. And that's all good, but guess what? It's not enough. Mm-hmm. The the outpoint is that the the things that people need to know about what to look for, uh let's say a, a student is in a classroom and he hears one of his friends really going off about uh what he wants to do uh you know with with violent communication, his plans to, you know, disrupt uh, uh, the class by you know, he's been bullied or something, and, you know, I'm going to get back at someone with regards to this. Don't come to lunch tomorrow. We're going to have some action here. That student needs to know that he can anonymously go to the school administration, make a report. That report is going to be taken seriously, investigate it, and then these things, you know, we, we inform law enforcement, you know, based on the credibility of the threat. And when this is done, there are instances where massacres have been stopped and, mm-hmm. and a shooting incident 
has been has been uh, cut off by the the uh, the fact that the person had the information, reported it, investigated, brought law enforcement in, and you saved lives. That's incredibly important, and and we're going to go to a break right now. But when we come back, I want to pick up on that because my kids, I have a fourteen year old and a ten year old, and both of my children have been threatened and bullied in school, uh, and I've had to go through measure, I mean, everything, going to the, the city, the, the principal, the school, the county, the supervisor. I want to talk about that when we get back. Uh, we're talking to uh, Alan Banks, uh, from the CEO of Protective Protection, Proactive Protection Agency. And when we get back, we're going to pick that back up about school, which is really important. Um, you're listening to Silicon Valley. I forgot the rest of the name of the show, but uh, we'll be right back. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'll, 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 I'll just let that play all day long, Mike. <laughs> the tears of a clown. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Business Connections 2 with the other Carl. Uh, I'm Carl, Carl Welch, not Carl Davis. Uh, Carl will be back next week, but we are sitting here in the chair in the studio with Mr. Alan Banks, CEO of Proactive Protection Agency. And I, and I should say, I'm sorry, I should say, he has his very lovely, and she is keeping us on point on point. She makes sure. So I want to make sure that we do one thing. I want to make sure first we get your information out. How can people contact you? Because I know everyone's going to be reaching out and saying, well, I want to talk more about this school program that we're doing and how can you help us out? So how can phone number, email address, website, Facebook, however you can get it out? Uh, I can be reached at uh, proactiveprotection.net. And the name of the company is Proactive Protection Agency. And basically, I'm going to be launching some training modules that will be going out to the private schools, public schools, charter schools with regards to this information on um, what people need to know um, with regards to setting up policies and procedures uh, for early detection warning signs in addition to the emergency action plans. So tell us more about the program that you're doing with the schools or how you're working with the schools and or the school systems or the, or the federal government. Tell us more about how we can keep our kids safe. Well, Carl, here's the thing. Um, the, school, the Safe School Initiative program, they, they did a, um, a test and um, did an analysis with regards to 37 incidents, shooting incidents that had happened in schools. Out of that, they interviewed 41 perpetrators that had committed these uh, violent acts. And what they found out was that 90, I would say, yeah, 93% of the individuals that uh, did these attacks displayed concerning behavior ahead of time. That, okay. that's, that indicates that there are warning signs for early detection. Okay, this, this is a very important point. And the other thing is that uh, 81% of individuals, there was, one, there was at least one individual in 81% of these incidents that knew what the attacker's plans were. Now, out of that, there was more than one that knew that, that had that information ahead of time and 59%. So what does that tell you? That tells you that there are things that we can dial back and look at with regards to uh, observing things that are out of place, out of, that are concerning behavior in individuals 
Um, and between that and sharing information, this is how we can investigate reports and indicate whether this is a, a, a credible threat and do something to basically hinder these things from happening. I'll, so, I'll give you so a, well, real quick, are these some of the things that the normal eye can pick up, um, can see, can witness, uh, or is this something that a trained eye has to... The, the good question. This is something that we specialize in. Now, you have to realize we've been doing this for over 40 years with regards to protecting celebrities and VIPs and also facilities, you know, whether it's a school, place of worship, place of business. But now we're talking specifically about schools. We have that experience. Um, you know, for me, my, my philosophy is that is that data gives you knowledge. Mm-hmm. Knowledge gives you power. Now, I'll give you an example. You've been hearing about the, the possibility of, of the concept of arming teachers in schools. I'm not in agreement with that, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm an expert in the field. I've, I've been out there. I've been on armed protection details. And when incidents happen, they happen fast, mm-hmm. and, and the adrenaline is up. And we're talking about people that are trained now over a period of time. They do drills. They go out. They have the confront for evil. I mean, they, they, they do these things for a living. And now you're talking about a teacher who's going to go from being a teacher in a classroom to instant Rambo when a situation happens, and she's going to be able to do that in a controlled fashion with kids around. It's it's just a recipe for more incidents to happen with a, a, a firearm um, being placed in a teacher's hand. I mean, there what what benefit we have with the teachers is that they are more equipped to know what's going on on with their students right. that they see every day. They right. come in contact with every single day. So they're better at being able to observe things that are out of place, uh, students' behavior, threats that they hear, and report those. They get investigated, and we mitigate this. We stop this you know, before an incident actually occurs. So then we're 90, saving lives. So that 93% of displayed ahead of time behavior, those are the things that the normal eye, the teacher and the student and the administrators, they see, those are the things that they can see, that they can call and say, okay, there's something going on uh, with this kid or this group of kids. And, and those are the things that they can recognize to where you can get to that, you know, find that kid and find that 1% who knows what's going on and stop the threat and those type of things. I mean, that, that's simplifying it, but yes. Absolutely. These are things that can lower these statistics and in time eradicate these shooting incidents. Um, so would you would you say, and, and, and I want to get back to your original point, but would you say that maybe having a trained, not even a police officer, but a, what would a trained agent at a school, at, at most schools, even if it's just one that can walk around and just notice things that are going on, that can react instantly? Is this a time for that, or is there is is that still down the road, and we can just educate our communities? Well, it's another good question. There are schools that do have security officers, but you know, in the state of California and many other states, they have to be unarmed. You can't have uh, unarmed uh, security personnel right. from a private security company in a school. The only individuals that can be armed within a school, um, it, you have. Uh, law enforcement, and you have uh, school resource officers, and they are actually sworn police officers that are working in the school as a deputy, basically, and those are the only individuals that can work in the school. But here's the thing. I'm all for schools having emergency action plans and drilling them and, and knowing what to do when they're responding to an active shooter, but you have to realize that's re- now reacting to it. 
the missing gap that I want to get out to people, that I want to explore, that I want to train and implement uh, with regards to schools is policies and procedures with regards to things that are not appropriate behavior in school. Mm -hmm. This way you can delineate between the things that are acceptable and unacceptable conduct. conduct. You can actually look at things and, and dial it back and look at out points with these warning signs, detect them, and we teach this. This is the thing that we want to come in and teach to the, the, the teachers, teach the parents, teach the school administrators. All of us have a responsibility in knowing more information about that so that we can detect these things and, and bring these school shootings down. So how do we get you into the school system? How do we bring your program into to my doorstep? How do you know? And how do we go through everything? What should we do? I have a, a new online uh, training, uh, active shooter training prevention program that is being implemented right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be going to out to the schools. Also, in addition to that, I don't mind coming out to a school as a special speaker, a special guest speaker, and going over doing a training seminar with regards to these preventative measures, which again is the missing gap and actually going over what the school administrators, what the teachers, what the parents need to, to learn and know uh, with regards to these, these incidents. We all have a responsibility, and to change this, we all need to take a lot more responsibility than what we're doing. And so as a parent, I need to start paying more attention, not gawking at someone or, or, or stalking someone, but I just need to, and which, is, which is one of the things, and I know you are a martial artist, and I know you've been doing this for a while, so I, but I'm not. I'm not. But I tell my, I always tell my kids to be aware of your surroundings. To look around, know who's around you. Always think about things that are out of place. Always yes. recognize that. Would you, would as a parent, would you tell me to start? I can start there with my child. Most definitely, it's called environmental awareness. If you see something, you know, report it. If someone says something and you hear something. Let the administrators and law enforcement de- decide if it's credible, but bring it to, to bring them it to their attention. So, to, yeah. so that they know what's going on. And, yeah. and, and kids can do this anonymously. I mean, they're worried about, well, I don't want to you know, squeal on this guy. But we all have to take more responsibility. As a security specialist, I'm taking responsibility right now by being on the show, by getting the training modules out, going out to schools and enlightening them with regards to the, the missing gaps, the missing elements, the things that fall through the cracks that they need to know. Uh, you listening to uh, Mr. Alan Banks, CEO of Proactive Protection Agency. We got a couple minutes left, maybe two minutes. So tell me something that's really on your mind and your heart. I know this is very important, and I want to see if I can get you to come to my school districts to talk to my children. But tell me something that's really important right now. Here's something that's important. Um, as parents, as administrators, as fellow students, a security specialist, and law enforcement, all of us need to be on the same page. It's, it's not about discussing, uh, you know, researching here, doing that. There's a lot of data out there that can be implemented and can be given to each one of us where we now have more data to work with. Parents have a responsibility. If you have firearms at home, lock them up. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it, it's a lot of these, these firearms have been accessible to kids mm-hmm. just by the firearms being accessible at home through the parents. We all need to take much more responsibility with regards to safety measures and getting enlightened on what to do. Fill in those missing gaps with regards to the preventative measures. Okay, one more time, tell us how we can contact you. Your website is? ProactiveProtectionAgency.net. ProactiveProtectionAgency.net. Mr. Alan Banks, CEO of Proactive Protection Agency. 
If you are very interested in this, in which I am, uh, call us. Uh, look, download this off of our website. Um, reach out to him, and then we're going to get you in all the schools that we can get you in because I think that's very important. Thank you, sir, for coming. We honestly and honorably appreciate you being here, and we hope to talk to you uh, again later and make sure that there are no incidences between now and then. Sounds good. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, sir. This is Carl Welch. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections 2 without the other Carl, and uh, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections.